Um, these are some of my friends. They're going to introduce themselves in a second, but I wanna, I'm going to say their names first, and they're going to be like, you already said my name. They just like to make fun of me. But uh, Peyton, um, what was your name again? Michael, Faith, no, Colby, Peyton, <laughs> Faith, Michael. All right. Uh, what I realized yesterday uh, in, in talking to them is that uh, each one of these, these kids uh, made the decision to be baptized here at CTK Sun Valley. And so I was a part of each one of your baptisms, which is like, I was like, oh, oh. So it was, a, it was a moment for me, even though you guys were like, cool, um, right? So I think, let's see, I wrote it down. Faith was in 2016, and then the rest of you were in 2017, made that decision to be baptized. Um, and, uh, and I don't know, I was excited about that. Were you guys excited to have me help you out with that? Yeah, you guys are going to have to help me out here. I can't, I can't carry the load. All right, so go. I want to just go through. There's a microphone there. Uh, you guys can share, and you two can share. Um, and just give me your name, age, grade, and your favorite hobby or something you enjoy doing. Sure. Um, my name's Colby. Um, I am 15, and I'm in, going into 10th grade. And my favorite hobby is probably just like biking down to the beach with my friends. I'm Michael. Uh, I'm 16. I'm going into 11th grade. He almost forgot. <laughs> and I like to play football and bike to the beach with my friends. Um, wow. <laughs> I'm Faith. I'm going into my junior year, and I really enjoy spending time outside with my friends. My name's Peyton, I'm 15, I'm going into my sophomore year, and I really like mountain biking with my dad. Oh, there you go. Uh, how many of you guys have watched the Little League World Series that's going on? Where they're like, hi, I like, what? you know, it was kind of, it, it reminded me of that, it reminded me of that. Uh, so I, I just briefly talked about baptism. I threw this question in just the other day for them because I, I was really excited that I had a, a, a part of, and I've known you, Anyways, um, so uh, just explain baptism. Each of you made the decision to be baptized in that idea of inviting uh, the church family and your family and your friends, even friends that maybe don't attend here and are part of your lives, inviting them into that declaration of, hey, I've placed my faith and trust in Jesus, uh, and, and I'm, I don't want it to be public, and I want everyone to know uh, because I, uh, I, 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 I'm not always going to get it right. And I need your support and encouragement. So how has the church or your family or friends uh, played a role in that declaration of faith uh, and placing your faith in, in Christ? How's that, how's that impacted your life today? Sorry, I'll stop now. I got the look. So um, I think it's really impacted me based off of like my actions and how accountable I've been being held, I guess. Um, just day to day, if I'm going a little AWOL, um, I know that my community will be able to like call me out and be like, not okay. <laughs> That's not what we're called to be as Christians. So, um, I think that uh, it's been really helpful for like, if I need help with things. So like, if I maybe need, don't understand something or need assistance in like my life, day-to-day -day stuff, I know I have people at this church that can help me and answer my questions and keep me on track. 
Uh, yeah, it was kind of like the same for me with like the accountability thing and like like needing help when I need it because like I know who to turn to when I need help. I was thinking also the same thing, but also like when asking for help, also like if I need to share something, then I know there's a lot of people here that I'm able to turn to. Yeah, I think that uh, as parents, uh, I have had the greatest joy in knowing that as I send my oldest now into the high school realm of things, uh, or uh, you know, when I sent, sent my daughter to middle school, or when my youngest, when he's going to go off to middle school, uh, knowing that, that there's support out there, like what you guys are saying, there's support out there in the hallways of the schools, and uh, that I know that when, a child, when my child doesn't want to talk to me about things, uh, that he might actually reach out to a friend, a friend that would have similar beliefs and understanding, uh, and so that I've been super encouraged by that. Um, so school starts back. Uh, speaking on that, you guys are going to be walking the halls together in the high school, uh, hopefully seeing a lot more of each other, at least more than last year. Last year, you guys got like half days, and then you took like a middle of the weekday off this year. Back to full-time school. Um, uh, what, is, what is being a high schooler like here in this COVID era, or just in general? Um, well... I've never done high school without COVID, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think that um, it was, it, going off of my middle school experiences, it was different in the way of like social connection. So like, I didn't really have the ability to like meet up with friends at school. We didn't have lunch at school, so there was no like social communication there. Um, and we were all wearing masks, and there was a bunch of new people from new other middle schools that I didn't know, so I didn't get to meet anyone or like connect with any new people. Um, so I feel like that the like the connections you were talking about, like in the hallways, was definitely diminished because of COVID. Um, I would say that's it's very different because there's like there's no lunch, so that's like the only way you can like really communicate with people and like socialize and like in the hallways no one's talking to each other it's just straight to class there's like arrows in the hallways so like you have to follow a certain path and not dilly dally <laughs> dilly dally <laughs> um i didn't actually go back to in person because i just don't feel like it yeah. but um i feel like the difference from like going to regular high school during my freshman year and then online during my sophomore, I feel like there was a lot of gaps as far as like relationships and friendships go because you like knew everyone and you had like pre-established relationships with them, but you didn't really get to keep that. So they kind of like died, I guess. <laughs> Cause I haven't really talked to anyone outside of like the people from our church, like friends. The only really contact I've had was like seeing them in the grocery store or like them reaching out on social media or via like my number or whatever but I think that was really funky just like having those best friends and then you don't talk to them anymore it's really yeah. weird yeah. um so I did go back to in person like as much as I could and I did I made quite a few connections with people but those connections were very like on the surface 
So it was different from when I went to middle school in person um, because I was able to make like strong bonds with people. And I think that, you know, to reiterate, and actually I didn't even know what these kids were going to be saying, but as a parent and as an example for us as a church is just that, that the relational connections that you guys have within the church, because a lot of you, you know, would count down the seconds for school to be out at like 1230, yeah, 12.30, and they would be on their bikes and meeting up out, you know, at times it was mainly just outside to hang out and because they were starved for that relational connection because there's something different about, and, and we all know it, the, the fatigue of staring at a screen and a lot of us did work via screens and, 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 and moved to doing work in totally new ways. But the relational connection that you guys had, I was just like at awe and actually uh, desired that for myself. Like I was like, man, I wish I had you know, some of the connections that you guys had and displayed as you guys like pressed into the relationships outside of school, which is really cool. So as high schoolers, uh, you guys got a unique opportunity to do something super cool. See, they just laugh at me. Like I just, oh, did I scare you? They just, it's the deal. I just get made fun of. And it's actually their fault that I kept the beard because uh, Colby said no. Michael said 100% keep it. Faith said full sin, don't shave it. And Peyton said yes, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. And then when they showed up this morning, they all said, dude, we were totally kidding. I can't, and honestly, that's what they did. And it, anyways, so yeah, I just, I just am the, the, hey, no secrets. Am I? Okay. <laughs> That might be better. It might make things a little bit more exciting. So anyways, as high schoolers, you guys got this unique opportunity to do something here recently. Uh, why don't you tell me about that? Uh, yeah, so we went on a mission trip to Yakima. Um, was it? Four weeks, like a month ago or so. We went with a church in town called Hillcrest. Uh, we went with their 412 youth group ministry. Hold on, let's see. Yeah, here, take that one. Um, we went with the 412 Youth Ministry at Hillcrest, and um, we traveled with, I think, like, 10, was it 10, 11 people, um, and then, like, three leaders, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So what are, what are some of the, so, yeah, so they got to go, uh, and I met with, I ran into Dan Persley, who's a youth pastor at Hillcrest, and he was like, is it all right that your kids are hanging out at our youth group and going on our mission trip? And I was like, if my kids choose to go to youth group every single night of the week uh, with different churches, full game. We're all one family, right? And so uh, they had the unique opportunity. Its batteries are here. Its batteries. It needs batteries. Uh, uh, so I was just excited that these four somehow got connected enough to go on this mission trip. There's 10 or 11 of you. So what are some of the things that you guys got to do while you're there? Um, we replaced the lights and like the ceiling of the gym at the church. And then we went to, we went to, uh, <laughs> we went to some lady's house that had this, was it a lung condition? And we painted her house and like scraped off the paint and then painted over it. 
and then we went to some other older lady's house, and... <laughs> so, yeah. how many old ladies are in the room this, this morning? <laughs> and, uh, or what's the age of old... No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. I won't put you on this. <laughs> um, and we did yard work for her, and did you guys, like, fix her deck, her patio? I wasn't, I wasn't the one doing that. But, yeah, those are the projects that we did. Um... Yeah, like Michael said, we got to, we got to like hop around with different um, projects. There was two projects project days, and we got to hop around from the painting and the yard work and the scaffolding work that we got to work on the lights, and that was pretty wild. Um, and then, do we want to talk about door to door? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we all got to. I think this was the first time for all of us. Yeah. Um, I've never done this either, but um, we all got to go door to door in Yakima after we prayed over these homes um, each morning. We just did like prayer walks and prayed over the homes. And we got to go to each of the houses by split up in groups. And some of them we got to pray over, some of them we actually got to talk with them about Jesus. Um, some of them we just felt, did like a questionnaire and gave them like an invitation to a kids' activities. and other events that would be happening in the week. I feel like that was pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah. And there was a, wasn't there like a Beast the Heat event? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, at the, at the, oh. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, oh. Does it work? <laughs> Is it on? Is it working? No. <laughs> uh, at the end of the week, uh, like the last day we were there, um, well, the second to last day, uh, we did this event with the church where we invited all, we, with the flyers that we handed out previously, some kids came and we had water guns and different water activities and um, we just kind of connected with the kids and the parents and kind of just kind of showed them what it is to follow God and also have fun with water and stuff like that. Cool. Uh, so we've been in this series, Motivated by Glory. Uh, the, the essence of the whole series has been uh, how our lives display God's glory. And, Putting our faith and trust in, in God above all things and having that steer our decisions. Last week I talked about what if, as you guys grow up, as you guys choose colleges to go on to or start colleges for running start or whatever, the decisions in classes, the decisions in jobs, what if what fueled those decisions was God's glory in all things? Uh, as you guys grow up and make lifelong uh, decisions for careers, family, all that kind of stuff. What if at the core of all of it would be uh, how is that decision going to give the glory to God? Uh, and so that's been hopefully the focus of the last four or five weeks that we've been doing this. But specifically for you guys, that week that you spent in Yakima, what is one way that you saw uh, God's glory either displayed through you or, you or you experienced it or recognized it that week? Um, so this is something that happened to me and one of the other girls on the trip uh, from the Hillcrest. Um, it was kind of towards the end of um, the door-to-door. -door. Uh, we kind of split off just the two of us and a leader so that the others could move on to the rest of the houses as we were finishing up. And we went to this one house, um, and we knocked on the door, and there was this, I guess, older-looking man, um, and he 
we just talked with him for like 30 or 40 minutes, just like we just had kind of conversations about his life, what was happening. Um, we did the questionnaire, but he kind of just like broke off and just started talking to us. We were just kind of chatting with him. Um, it was it was really interesting. He had a lot of kind of bizarre things to say about his life. I don't know how much of it was really true, but it was it was really just interesting to talk with him and. Um, he showed us like so he had like a bunch of guitars in his house and like he, had, he worked on like the radio station so it was just really interesting and then nearing the end of like when we were talking he was just telling us how much how grateful he was how much we made his day for just like talking with him about his life and what he was doing and then for the rest of the week we kind of see him biking by like he had like a bike he was biking around the street and we'd see him in our cars and we'd be like hey and he would like wave back all excited and it was just like a cool we never really got into anything religious but it was just a cool way to like connect with someone and display God's glory yeah. um so when we did like the door-to-door -door thing, the the youth group at their at their church, they came and visited, and we asked them if they they were gonna do the door-to-door -door with us. They're like, no, we're not going out there. It's like scary and stuff. So we thought, so like we were super scared when we were gonna go out and do the door-to-door -door stuff. We would never do that. Yeah, it was like super scary. So like when we went out there, we were we were like expecting like angry people just slamming doors in our face, but there were actually a lot of people that like opened the door and like actually talked with us, and that was cool to see. It was unexpected. There were a few crazy people, but um, <laughs> um, I think for me, one of the biggest ways I saw um, God's glory during this trip was like being able to serve with some of my best friends and just not only serve the community members, but also serving Jesus in general. I think that was a really awesome experience, and I feel like not only our relationships got stronger to like with each other, I think our relationships with Jesus also like increased greatly because we didn't I mean there aren't a lot of opportunities to do some, something like that um, and I thought it was really awesome to be able to have that connection with being able to serve and do kingdom work together you didn't know we're going to start a ministry you four are leading it and we're going to go door to door sick because <laughs> it's really scary in Sudden Valley yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I saw God's glory um, on the Yakima trip when we were working with the kids at the Beat the Heat event because um, I saw the kids' parents able to trust us with their kids and also just seeing the joy that the kids had um, all throughout that day and how they were able to listen to us and follow instruction pretty well. Nice. Uh, so let's... let's, let's uh, let's counter this, the seriousness of seeing God's glory. What is one thing you guys are excited about right now? Where you sit? Getting your license? Going to high school starting next week? What's, what's, what's next on the horizon for you that you're excited about? Uh, I'm definitely excited to start school up again and try to get back to a little bit of normalcy with high school. Um, I'm also really excited for Go Camp. That's coming up soon. Um, I think like next weekend or the weekend after that. Next weekend. Yeah. Next weekend, yeah. Um, yeah, really excited to meet some new people there and kind of hang out and, yeah. Um, I'm also excited for Go Camp, and I'm excited for the football season to start up with school and in the NFL. It'll be fun to watch. Oh, there you go. Uh, go Broncos. Nope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, um, I'm also excited for 
school to start back up, and that'll be cool. Running start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm pretty on the like nervous but excited about running start because it's new it's college it's kind of freaky um but I'm also really excited about getting my license because I get that in October or November we get ours yeah if we Why pass are you with Michael is it his <laughs> we decision got at the same time oh okay yeah right. <laughs> um, it's like am I <laughs> I don't know if I pass you know um yeah and go camp I'm really excited to see like how God works during that weekend, yeah, and see what happens. <laughs> um, I'm excited for softball this year. I'm playing through the school, and it's going to be the first time that I've ever played softball, so yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, so now, to counter that, things you guys are excited for in high school, what is, what is the hardest thing, what do you think is the hardest thing for you uh, being a high schooler, whether it's life, school, just in general, what makes it, what makes it difficult to kind of follow God and display his glory and making those decisions in your life? Um, for me, I think Jesus isn't very popular at school, so sometimes it can be pretty hard to, like, connect with people because they might, like, automatically have a reaction of, oh, you love Jesus? Peace out. Because um, we had a few of those on the missions trip, like slamming doors. There wasn't a ton. The good definitely outweighed the bad. But um, just you never know what kind of reaction you're going to get. And that can be very intimidating, especially in public school where you like almost want to impress people because like these are like my safe people here. I'm comfortable with them. I do life with them every day, but the people at school, you may not have seen them in years, so because of COVID, you may not even remember their name, so it can be kind of tricky working with that, I guess. I, I definitely agree with that. Like, kids at school, maybe like not, maybe knowing you're a Christian or whatever and not really wanting to connect with you because of that, and also, I feel like just like being in high school, just, like, you have a lot of things you want to do. Like, you just want to, like, hang out with friends and do, kind of move, get good grades and kind of get over with high school or whatever, but you, and you kind of just get lost in that, and you don't connect with God enough. You don't, like, come back to your Bible because you just have other things that you need to do or you want to do instead of connecting with the Word and with Him. Um... For me, when I'm sharing God's word, something that um, kind of holds me back is saying the wrong things and um, messing up when I'm trying to share his word. Um, I would say it's different because, like, the different lifestyles that we have, like, we have different lifestyles than the people, like, the non-Christians at school, like, they, they have, like, different vocabularies and, like, they just act a lot different. <laughs> And uh, I think we're the ones with the different vocabulary. Oh, I got you. I yeah, got you. Yeah, I got yeah. you. I got you. I'm fine. And uh, could we get an example of that? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Maybe totally it took me a while to catch up. I was like, yeah, I know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, there. I'm there. I'm there. So, so like we act like a lot more different than the people, like the non Christians at school. So, like, we stand out kind of, but yeah, like in school, we stand out, but yeah. not really. Yeah. We're just different. Yeah. Uh, 
Good, good. So I want to now kind of uh, challenge everyone here, uh, including you guys. Uh, but I'm going to ask these kids, what is, it that, uh, what is it that we need to be praying for for your generation? Uh, you can give us something personally that you need to be prayed for about, like batting 300 or something uh, on, in softball, but, uh, or, you know, anything else. But what is it, what can we as a church be praying for, uh, for, for, for you guys and your generation and, and what is to come? Uh, does that make sense? Yeah? I think a great one would be to just, like, have all of the Christians— um, just like come together and like be able to share Jesus and have that confidence to be able to um, do that, even though it's pretty scary at school or um, with people you may want to show off for maybe. Um, just have that confidence to be able to do that and share his word, even though it kind of sucks sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah. um, I guess for like staying focused, I guess, like staying focused on what's really important in, in my life and the lives of us or and everyone really at school too and everyone in our generation I guess uh, just like kind of stink focused on what we really need to be focusing on and less of what's just going to kind of sidetrack us from what we really need <laughs> I, uh, um, I would say motivation to just try and get closer to God and uh just to reach out to other people when we need help? Um, I think when we're sharing our word, not only sharing it when it's easy, but also sharing the word when it's tough and it's difficult and giving us the confidence to um, go up to anyone who needs help and offer our help. Uh, I think it's key for us... Uh, as we live this life that is motivated by bringing God the glory in our lives, it is key for us to be lifting up everybody within the church. Um, kids, young kids, uh, fellow adults and coworkers, and, uh, you know, uh, peers, definitely peers in, in school and things like that, uh, that we can be doing that. And so this is an opportunity that they've just kind of shared their lives with us and shared, you know, real, real things. They need motivation. They need Courage. Uh, they need uh, focus, you know, things like that. We can be praying for the next generation. And we can be praying for all of that ourselves as well, for ourselves and, and all people, but specifically to just be lifting up as all of our kids as they head back to school and they head back in, uh, in kind of new ways that are uncharted territories. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just pray real quick, and then you guys can uh, take off, and I'll close this up. So let's just pray uh, specifically for the youth. Lord, we thank you so much for, uh, for these four, but also all of the, the kids uh, in this room, in this valley, in our neighborhoods, in our schools, Lord. Uh, they are all your children. Whether they know it and recognize it now or they don't, uh, Lord, you have created them with purpose, and we thank you for that. We praise you that, that, that you have a magnificent creation that when in tune with you, when displaying your glory, uh, we're able to um, live with more purpose and meaning than, than in any other way. Uh, and so, Lord, uh, you've heard what these four have said, which are probably echoed by just about everybody in the room. Lord, give us 
uh, focus, a focus on you that uh, is unmatched or unparalleled with anything else, Lord, that you are first and foremost what we fix our eyes on in all things. Lord, I pray for motivation, motivation that, um, that comes uh, from knowing and experiencing you relationally, and then through that relationship, we're motivated to display the glory that you have given us, Lord. Lord, and I pray for courage. Courage to uh, share when, when uh, it's not always easy, Lord. It, 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 even, even more than that, Lord, uh, to love when it's hard to love. I pray for these youth that they may, um, even as people oppose and believe differently, that that does not change that love that your people have for the ones that have called you, put your faith, their faith, hope, and trust in you, that that love never wavers like your love for us never wavers, Lord. And give us the courage to display that love in all things. And Lord, uh, give us uh, obedience. Obedience to do the right things in the right times, uh, not as an act of I'm better or uh, I'm just trying to get it all right, but as an act of Glory and worship to who you are and who you've created us to be, Lord. Uh, Lord, I thank you so much for these kids and the opportunity we have to just hear some young minds. Um, and uh, I just pray that uh, you may uh, be glorified in all that was said and all that we take from here this morning, Lord. Uh, we pray that in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much. Give them a hand. Um, I don't think it is, I don't think it is a surprise to anybody in this room, some of the things that they shared. Um, but I think it kind of was spoken, what was spoken throughout it was this idea of, uh, you know, them talking about the relationships that have been at the core throughout all of everything that we've done and everything we've experienced over the last uh, little period of time. But at the core of that were these relational connections and this sense, if you've got an experience, and if you've got kids, uh, maybe you've experienced this, or maybe you've just experienced this in your life, but at the core of all things is a choice. And it's a choice that we have to place our faith, hope, and trust and live out of uh, God's glory displayed for us and then displaying God's glory out for others. Uh, these kids aren't oblivious to politics these kids aren't oblivious to COVID. I mean, it's, it's very much real in their lives as well, the things that we're facing as adults. Now, they might not, or they might even uh, have stronger beliefs in uh, ideas and decisions that they're making and struggling with in their lives than we do. But what I've seen, and, and I think Scripture tells us that if we are childlike at heart, if we are, uh, live with a faith like, like children, if we, if we uh, go after and uh, in desire God like a child desires a father, um, it is one of the greatest examples we can see of how God's calling us to live. Um, and I think that that is the decision as youth that is, uh, and, and, and maybe it's a whole sermon series we're going to press into, that's easier for our children to make that decision. And for us that are old ladies and old men, as was displayed, 
uh, today and talked about. Uh, it is oftentimes harder for us to make the decision of hope and joy and peace in, uh, in, in, in displaying glory in all things. Raise your hand if you struggle with some of that stuff as an adult. Just me or a handful of us. Everybody else is lying. Um, but, but I think that as we, as we look at our youth and as we look at even, uh, man, as, as somebody comes to putting their faith and trust in Jesus early on, the joy and love and excitement that, he, or even like they talked about Go Camp. They're going to go to Go Camp, high schoolers and middle schoolers next weekend. They're going to come back from that all jazzed and excited. And for us, there's times in our lives where we've been all jazzed and excited about Jesus, and then we've fallen through a valley or a, a peak and a high and a low. And, but ultimately, when it comes down to it, it is placing our, our choice, our decision in pressing into God rather than allowing the distractions and, and the other things in life to take over uh, and affect uh, how we live. And so I, I tell you what, it's been amazing for me to sit back and watch my kids at times really press into uh, the joy of just being a child, the joy of just getting on your bike and riding and making that decision now with less responsibility than some of us, but still a choice. And that's the challenge and stuff that I, that I want for you guys this morning, that we would uh, that we would daily make that decision to display God's glory in all things and through all things uh, based on what he desires for each one of us uh, and how he uh, and how he created uh, he created us um, and, 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 and then also being that right now uh, you know on one hand and, and, and I love one of my good friends always says man we've got it better as Christians right now than anybody, any other Christians in the history of time. The Bible, going back Old Testament, like we've got it better today than we do then. But also we are faced with maybe in our lifetime some of the, the time where it's the most unpopular for us to follow Christ and to place our faith, hope, and trust in him. And as you heard some of the kids say, they struggle with some of that. And so I want to encourage you also with that, that displaying God's glory isn't always the easiest thing to do. But like I said at the beginning of this, and like I said last week, what if at the core and the essence of every decision we make, we weigh God's glory in on that decision rather than whether or not we uh, are going to make enough money or whether or not we are going to um, enjoy, enjoy the thing that we want to do or the decision that we're making or whether or not what is it, what is it that is going to display God's glory more so than any other selfish reason we can place in that spot? And so I want to encourage you with that, that as we go about making our daily decisions, our lifelong decisions, our career paths, our, uh, our you know, day-to-day -day decisions, that we would weigh God's glory above all else when it comes to making those decisions. Amen? Amen. I want to invite the uh, worship band to come forward. Um, and as they do, I want to just, I want to pray. But I will also want to uh, remind you that uh, immediately following service, uh, we're going to go down to PM Beach and we're going to do a baptism together as well as sharing a picnic lunch uh, and, and that. But I want to encourage you. I'm going to, 
I'm going to head off stage. I'm going to go put my swimsuit on, um, and, I'll, and I'll be worshiping just outside the back door. Um, and if, if, if this is a decision you might be interested in making today, I'd love to just have a quick conversation with you and help you decide whether or not today is the day you might make the decision to be baptized as well. But let me pray real quick. Lord, I thank you so much for this morning, the opportunity we have to worship, the opportunity we have to put you first uh, on this Sunday morning and, and, and hopefully all throughout our week, Lord. Lord, I pray that your glory uh, would be displayed by the way we sing, the way we uh, focus, the way we uh, put you first, Lord. Lord, this morning as we uh, close with these last two songs, I would... I invite you, for me, myself, and for my friends, I invite you into a personal conversation with us, Lord. A conversation about uh, boldness in you, a conversation about courage, a conversation about focus, a conversation about motivation, Lord, and all the things that you desire for us, Lord. May we convene, may we meet with you right now uh, as we we worship uh, who you are uh, in our lives, Lord. We pray this in your name. Amen.